What's up, everybody? It's Jacob with the Football Fanatic. Just a few notes for you guys. First of all, Danny Woodhead is ruled out for six to eight weeks. I would advise, it's hard to say whether you should keep him on your roster or not. If you have an extra spot, I would say keep him because he did look really good while he was on the field. And if you trust when he comes back, he can stay healthy. Um, he could easily produce very well for you, at least a flex spot, possibly even a running back too. But in PPR leagues, in standard, probably drop him. But in PPR, he may be worth keeping. Otherwise, definitely uh, in the weeks to come, as he gets closer to his return date, be looking for him on the waiver wires. And then news for two Texans. First of all, tight end C.J. Fedorowicz, who was one of the guys on the Texans, one of the five, ruled out with a concussion. He has been put on injured reserve. He may return through the season, but he also suffered a concussion in the preseason. And two concussions this close together is not good for a person's uh, head, mental health, anything like that. So they're definitely going to be keeping him out for an extended period of time. Not sure if it'll be the whole season, but it will definitely be for a while. And Brian Cushing has been suspended for 10 games without pay for violating the team's substance abuse policy, or the league's su substance abuse policy. And a loss for the Texans, but at the same time, it's happened so often. Not him, either him getting suspended, or usually him getting injured. It seems like the injury bug bites him quite a bit, so um, Texans are probably used to not having him on the team, but still a loss. He's a talented player when he's on the field. If you haven't already followed me on Twitter, I am at NFLFanaticPOD. Definitely go follow me there. I tweet out news and then various different segments that I post on Anchor, mostly the important ones that I think are most worthy of you guys knowing. So definitely follow me there. I'll put the whole thing in the segment titles for this one. So follow me there, and then thanks for listening as always, guys. I'm Jacob. I'll catch you next time. What's up, guys? Jacob Gallopo here back for the Football Fanatic. Got a few more updates, uh, injury reports and stuff. Uh, first of all, Danny Woodhead, he has officially been placed on injured reserve, which means he will be out for, um, at least until week 10. He may come back after that, but week 10, that's nine weeks out. So I, I reported yesterday six to eight weeks. Sounds like it's going to be at least a little bit longer than that. We'll see if he actually comes back after that or not. But as I mentioned, he does have an injury history, and when he comes back, he may suffer another setback. So we'll have to see on that, but go on until at least week 10. The Chargers have signed running back Jeremy Langford on, from their practice squad to replace him. Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. is back at practice today. This does not mean that he will play in week two, but it doesn't mean he won't either. So we will have to keep an eye on reports throughout the week. Unfortunately, he's playing another night game, which means we'll have to wait even longer. It'll likely be a game-time decision again, but a very good sign that he is back and practicing in full. Bengals rookie wide receiver John Ross is back in practice today and expected to play in week two. He was kept out of week one with a knee sprain, but the Bengals are very excited to get him back on the field. He set, I believe he had a 4-2-2 time in the 40, which is that's insanely fast. Uh, some people are saying he might be this year's Tyree Kill. I'm not saying I buy that. I haven't really seen him play very much, but he has the speed. So definitely could be a big playmaker for them. We'll see how involved he is in the offense. As I reported yesterday, te Texans tight end C.J. Fedorowicz has been placed on injured reserve. So because of that, there is a tight end void in Houston. So they are reportedly uh, they're going to have free agent tight end Gary Barnage come in for a workout with the team. He was cut from the Browns, I believe, his last year. He actually had some success with them, uh, but ultimately they decided... I mean, the Browns trying to get all the young players. 
uh, onto their roster, so Barnage <clears throat> didn't really fit that mold, so he is a free agent. Texans are now working him out. Hopefully he can get signed and replace the void that Fedorowicz left. What is up, everybody? Jacob with the Football Fanatic here. Uh, if you listened to my Thursday night preview from earlier today, I deleted it. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what I did, but somehow I had the wrong matchup. So I'm re-recording this again now and having the actual right teams on there. I said I thought it was the Ravens and Bengals. I don't know why I thought that, but it's the Texans and Bengals. So I'm re-recording now, and then I will turn that back into an episode. So sorry for the false information. Um, but yeah, let's get started. All right, let's jump into the matchup for tonight, Thursday Night Football, Week 2, Texans versus Bengals. This is going to be an exciting game. Uh, obviously, it's not the two greatest teams that are facing off here, but there are some things we can learn from tonight, and that's primarily why I'm excited for this game. Both teams have some questions that we need answers for, things that we can learn, and I want to know what the answers are. So, without further ado, let's start our discussion. The first team in this matchup, Houston Texans. This is an exciting game. Deshaun Watson will be making his first career NFL start in just week two of the NFL season. Tom Savage was supposed to be starting for this team. Uh, I think that was planned throughout the entire season, and Watson wouldn't start until at least next year. But uh, Savage was so bad last week that he got benched after only one half of the game. So Watson came in and finished the game, did pretty well. He looked good. Uh, obviously didn't make all the perfect decisions, so there's definitely growing room. He's a rookie, that's to be expected. But he definitely showed a lot of promise, and that's what we're looking forward to seeing tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals. So Watson, um, I didn't get to see him play a lot in college. I've I've mentioned this before, I don't really get to watch college football, unfortunately. Um, but from what I saw last week, from the tape I watched, he looked promising. And I'm excited to see how he can perform in an actual full game, see if he can get this win. So, um, one thing that I definitely noticed while he was playing was DeAndre Hopkins was a huge target. He got pretty much, I don't know what the percentage was, but a lot of the throws were to DeAndre Hopkins. And Savage um, didn't really get the ball to Hopkins much. He kind of spread it around uh, when he actually got it to his receivers. Uh, but Watson definitely had his eye on DeAndre Hopkins. So while Watson is playing, DeAndre Hop- Hopkins is going to have a lot better stats, a lot better potential in this game. Um, so Hopkins, look for him to have a big night against the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Other than that, there's not really a lot of fantasy relevance in the Texans roster, at least in the receiving core. C.J. Fedoritz, as we mentioned, on uh, injured reserve now. They're working out Gary Barnage, but he is not actually with the team yet, so we will have to wait, uh, find out if they sign him before we can make a move on that. But I don't know who's going to start for them tonight. They still have a couple guys who aren't really, a couple tight ends who haven't been cleared from injured reserve. So those guys are out of the picture. Sounds like they might bring up someone from the practice squad if they can't work out something with Barnage. Uh, But for tonight, I really don't know what their plan is. So outside of DeAndre Hopkins, since Will Fuller's broken his collarbone, um, maybe Jalen Strong at wide receiver two. Not a fantasy option, but I'm, that's probably who will be their wide receiver two. Um, and then in the running game, obviously Lamar Miller is their starter. Um, he doesn't get a lot of dynamic plays. You just consistency, three, four yards every carry up the middle. Not really much beyond that. It doesn't have a huge yards per carry, 
but he gets a lot of volume, so you, you know that, and you can expect it from Miller tonight. On the other side of the ball, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, this is one where there's a lot more mystery to me. Um, Andy Dalton last week just looked horrible, and I don't know what... Well, I, I sort of do, and I'll get to that in a minute. But four interceptions and a turn uh, lost fumble for him, so really just awful play. And I think, honestly, this comes down to at least not... Obviously, Andy Dolan is not um, completely innocent here, but a lot of the fault needs to go to the offensive line. This is something that I've talked about a few times in the offseason. He lost his two best offensive linemen. Uh, Andrew Whitworth was one of them. I can't think of the other one off the top of my head right now. But Andy Dalton's career pressure or career quarterback rating under pressure is like three, and that's that sounds like an exaggeration. It's not. It's ridiculously bad. So when you take a quarterback who's that bad under pressure and you take away his best offensive lineman, he's going to struggle. And I didn't expect it to be that much. I don't think that it's going to continue to be that much. But I expect him to continue to struggle this year, and he's not really a guy I trust. But like I said, I do think it's going to get better. Uh, and I think even if it doesn't, probably A.J. Green will continue to produce as eventually that's just going to be who Dalton throws it up to if he's got pressure in his face. That would be my opinion anyway. Uh, second thing for the Bengals, uh, I'm excited to see what John Ross can do for this team. As I mentioned, coming back from an injury and he will be playing in tonight's game. So there's a lot to be excited about for him. He ran a 4-2-2-40, which is extremely fast. I think that might have even broken the record. So uh, some people are saying he may be this year's Tyree Kill, and I'm not saying that. I haven't seen enough film to really know what to expect from him, but he's definitely got the speed to fill that. You think about the other receivers the Bengals have, A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, Brandon LaFell, you don't really have that speedy deep threat on the team. And I think that's the role that uh, John Ross is going to fill. Now, I don't know what that means for production in these first few games. Uh, maybe it doesn't really mean much of anything, but I think as the season goes on, his snap count is going to get higher and higher. Um, basically, tonight, I'm just uh, hoping to see him for a few plays, see what his chemistry is with Andy Dalton, if there is any, uh, to see what he can do in his first NFL start. So that's the receiving game. Uh, on the ground, we have... Um, a very confusing committee, Giovanni Bernard, Jeremy Hill, and Joe Mixon all split carries last week. Joe Mixon didn't, um, he's the guy I expect to overtake starting duties by the end of the year, uh, but in his first week didn't look that impressive. Eight carries for eight yards is not really a goal you want to be striving for, so I expect him to continue or to get a little bit better production this week, uh, but I don't know if that means I don't know if he's going to get a lot more carries as Jeremy Hill is still there to contend. Uh, they still have Giovanni Bernard, who is going to get most of the passing down work and actually led the team in backfield carries too as well, uh, which I didn't expect. But I don't know if that continues or not. I think they're just trying to figure out whether Hill or Mixon is going to be their starter. Uh, as of right now, it is Hill, but as I mentioned, I think Mixon will take that role as the season goes on. I don't know if that happens tonight or next week or midway through the season, but at some point I think Mixon will take the starting duties. But for now, Bernard is the most consistent option in the Bengals' running game, and that's why they have him with the biggest role. That's about it for my summary of the two teams. Ultimately, uh, tonight, I think that the Texans take it. Uh, it's a hard call for me, but I just don't think that the Bengals' offensive line is good enough. They're still figuring out what they're doing. 
with their running back situation. There's just a lot of stuff that they don't know yet, and they're trying to figure that out. Meanwhile, the Texans coming in with Deshaun Watson, and yeah, he's a rookie, but like I said, he showed promise. I think he's going to make good decisions, and he's going to come into Cincinnati, and he's going to win this game for them. They need um, some some encouragement after Harvey, and I think that's uh, they're going to rally around that. They're going to rally around their new starter, uh, who they're excited about. Um, DeAndre Hopkins will have a big day. Uh, their defense is going to take out the Bengals, and yeah, ultimately I think they're going to win the game. I won't be majorly surprised either way, but since i got to make a pick, that's who I'm taking. All right, that about does it for this episode. Just a quick one, just previewing. Tomorrow we will do a recap and also preview the rest of this weekend's games, so that's going to be a fun episode. I uh, can't wait to do it. I hope you guys are excited to listen to it. Um, if you are listening on Anchor, I'm going to leave this as the segment title. If you're on iTunes, you should already be able to know where it is and be able to find it. But reviews, guys. Reviews are what's are the biggest help, the nicest thing you can do for me. Um, so if you enjoyed the show, please consider doing that. It only takes like 30 seconds. All you have to do is go there, choose a star between one and five stars, uh, and then just type a review. And it doesn't have to be long. It can be one word. So literally it takes like less than 30 seconds. So if you could do that, that would be amazing. I really appreciate you guys. Um, so yeah, if you would like to do that and then um, just reach out to me and let me know and I will shout you out or something, uh, whatever you guys would like me to do, I would really appreciate that. If you have a podcast, I'd love to leave a review back for you. Um, so yeah, whatever you guys would like to do, I would really appreciate it. So thank you all for listening as always. I'm Jacob Galpa. I'll catch you later.